seated, <clears throat> get right into it here, about uh, we, we see in this passage that, that the idea that prayer is asking. Now, we're going to look at a few things before we get to that. Prayer involves submission. Prayer involves submission. You say, what do you mean by that, Pastor? You have to submit yourself to God, knowing that He hears prayer, knowing that He has told you to prayer, knowing uh, that, that He answers prayer. You have to submit yourselves. Remember the verse, and we quote it there. Uh, you can go to it if you want to, but many of you know the great revival verse there in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name shall humble themselves and, listen, prayer in of itself, and there's, there's more to humility than prayer, but uh, listen, prayer begins with humility. Amen. Prayer, that, that the fact that we submit ourselves to God, and, and I, I know I, I fight the same battles with prayer that you do. Uh, uh, the devil comes along and, and his imps and whatnot, and they say, is this really doing any good? I mean, wasn't that going to happen anyway? Anybody else have that conversation uh, when, when you get ready to go into prayer? Amen. And it's, by the way, it's not much of a conversation. It's just us sitting there going, like a bobblehead getting beat to death. Amen. Listen, the submissive part of prayer, Brother Hauser, is that God said to pray. He said to ask, and so I'm going to ask. He told me to humble myself and come to him, and so I'm going to submit myself to him, to what he said. Why do we come to church? You know what that is? It's a matter of submission. God said to do it, so we do it. Hey, tomorrow night, Lord willing, Brother Cole, we're going to go out and hand out some Bibles and, and give the Word of God to people. Why do we do that? Because God said so. We submit ourselves to these things. And so prayer involves submission. We looked at uh, the verse in Matthew last week, but and, and so go with me over to Psalm chapter 116. This is a, a great verse, just an encouraging verse. Prayer not only involves submission, but prayer involves adoration. Prayer involves adoration. What's that? That's praise. Praising God. Taking the time to praise God. Look at Psalm 116, verse 1. Look at it, church. Look what he says here. He says, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. You know what he's praising him here for? Answered prayer. He's praising God. By, there's a lot to praise God for. Amen. He's the creator. Amen. He, he is our Savior. Amen. If, if you just dwelt in those things, you could. there's so many things you could praise God for. But how about starting off your prayer time uh, with, first of all, not, not only submission, but adoration, saying, God, I praise you that you, you do hear prayer. I, do pr I praise you, God, that you answer prayer of a sinner like me, that you even hear my prayers. Boy, there's a lot to... This is, listen... I call this priming the pump for prayer. You're priming the pump for prayer. When you adore Him, when you submit yourself, it's submission, it's humility. We looked last week, listen, prayer involves relation. Jesus said, when ye pray, pray like this, Our Father. 
We have, listen ladies and gentlemen, we have a heavenly Father. Remember we looked at last week? Uh, we know that verse, uh, Matthew 6.33. Hey, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And we say amen to that. But the verse before that is the key. It tells us that we don't need to worry about things because we have a heavenly Father who knows our needs before we even have them. Prayer involves relation. This is... I feel bad for people that, that don't have a relation with God when it comes time to pray. I recently finished a biography on, on Ted Williams. And it was, again, sometimes when you read books about famous people, it's very sad. It's very sad. So much fame and adulation and yet such, so shallow. And uh, Again, Ted Williams, he, he, he was a, just an incredible American, really is, you know, obviously a baseball player, but he flew 39 combat missions in Korea and crash, crash landed. And when he did, uh, he, he said the most profane things as he was crashing about God. And I thought to myself, well, that makes sense. He doesn't have any relation with God. God's just an abstract concept to people. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, those of us, as, as we, look at, we, look at these, we look at this prayer list, and we see these names, and many of these names we know, and a bunch of them we don't know. You go through the list, I go through the list, try to think to myself, man, who was it that requested that? Especially when you get into the salvation uh, cancer list. We've had some people on there for a long, long, long time in those. And Brother Stark, a lot of them I don't know. But I'll tell you who I do know. I know the one who said to pray. I know my Father. And I know my Father answers prayer. So prayer involves submission. <clears throat> prayer involves adoration. Again, still priming that pump. Still priming it. Prayer involves relation. Number four, and I, wanted to, I want us to go to these verses here. Prayer involves confession. We talked about in one of the earlier lessons on the things that can hinder our prayers. Uh, I, believe, I believe you ought to start, and, and this, is, this is kind of almost a pattern for prayer here, but starting with submission and adoration and relation, but then confession. So uh, go to, uh, let's, let's go to uh, Proverbs 28. You're in Psalms 116, so take a right turn there, and uh, you'll be in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 28, great verse, great verse. We know the verse in Psalm 66, verse 18, says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Correct? So that tells me I need to confess all known sin if I'm going to get my prayers answered. If I, if, forgive me, can we put it this way, ladies and gentlemen? If we're going to be on praying ground, it involves confession. And so we learn here in Proverbs 28, verse 13, it says, uh, he that covereth his sins shall not <coughs> prosper. <clears throat> the idea here, <clears throat> oh, it's great having teenage boys. You know why, Brother Lolly? It gives you multitudes of illustrations for preaching. Amen. I, I, saw, I saw a meme and it, it said a father was talking to his family. It says, be careful, you'll be next Sunday's illustration. Amen. Yeah, very, very true. Uh, when I say to the boys, pick up your room, 
Yeah, Miss Millie right away said, oh, yeah. And then I walk into their room, and their beds are elevated like seven inches. Brother Swaffer, they pushed everything under the bed. I think Jimmy Hoffa's under their bed. Amen. And no, that, that's, not, that's not cleaning their room. You know, we, sometimes we think we can sweep our sins under the rug. Do you ever see a, a rug where somebody tried to put the dirt under the rug? There's a big lump in it. You can't miss it. You know what he says here? He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But what's the second half of the verse say? But whoso confesseth and forsaketh shall find mercy. Hey, listen, if you're going to have an effective prayer life, it starts with you confessing your sins. It starts with you confessing your thoughts, your faults, the things that you do wrong. Amen. Uh, and by the way, we all do. Every one of us. Amen. Come on now. Don't, I know, shine up those halos, amen? Visitors from heaven tonight. No, it involves confession. Confessing all known sin. How about this one? Go to uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. So Proverbs, take a left turn there. Go past Psalms. Job, Ezra, Nehemiah, and then you're in 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. This is a, a great passage here on confession. And it has to do <clears throat> with the enemies of the Lord uh, coming against the people of God and the, the helplessness of the people of God, really. And uh, just, just a great verse here. Second Chronicles 20, verse 12, it says, O our God, and he's, he's praying here, isn't he, is he not? Wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Can you just hear this? This, 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 you know, this prayer is from someone saying, Look, we can't handle this. But you can. You know about this. I've said this so many times, so many times in our life. I've, I've dealt with people in counseling issues and this, uh, uh, and the idea is this. There are things that are within your control, and there are things that are out of your control. Even in a marriage counseling situation, I almost always end up back at this, Brother Talbert, I'll say to the, to the couple, you take care of the things that you can control, and I'll look at the other person and say, and you take care of the things that you can control, and pray about the other things. Brother Stark, your, your post the other day moved me. Just moved me. Been nine years, Brother Stark lost his first wife to cancer. And I, I thought when cancer came into my wife's life, it didn't take God by surprise. And you know what? I, you know what I do? Uh, this is a confession, confession of human inability. God, so many times I don't know what to do. And even if I did, I couldn't do anything anyway. I'm coming to you and confessing that I need you. You know what it says in John 15, 5? Jesus said to his disciples, he said this, without me, you can do nothing. Brother and Mrs. Boston, we know Phil Tharp, who in a day, in one day, with, when, he, when he had Gillian-Barre syndrome, went from perfectly healthy 
to unable to breathe on his own. And he, I remember when he came out of that, he, he was, God just did such a great work in him and through him uh, during that time. But I remember him referencing John 15, 5, without me, he can do nothing. So never really thought about that until I couldn't even breathe on my own. You know, you can't breathe on your own. God does it. Amen? So we're talking about prayer here, and we're talking about confessing. Confessing all known sin. Confessing human inability. And then uh, Psalm 65, it goes right along with confessing human inability, but Psalm 65, verse 2, and it says there, O thou that hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. What is that? That's just confessing your need for divine help. God, I need your help. I need your help. And by the way, we needed a lot more than we asked for it, and all God's people said. So, again, this is all prime in the pump. <clears throat> prayer involves submission, humility. Prayer involves adoration, praise. Prayer involves relation, our Father. Prayer involves confession, confessing all known sin, confessing human ability, confessing uh, your need for divine help. Prayer involves conditions. What are some conditions? And by the way, there's more. I, I just hit a few here. Uh, the, the condition of the cleansing of God. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So if we confess our sin, He is faithful to forgive us our sins. Faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we're going to be on praying ground, one of the conditions is we need the cleansing of God. We need to come to Him clean. It's hard for those of us who are sinners in these sinful bodies to imagine ourselves that we can be clean. But I promise you, when you truly confess your sins to God, you're clean. Now, I know how it is. It's like when you, you have the little ones on picture day at the church. And Miss Danielle, you got them in all their little matching dresses. And they get ready to walk outside, and there's a mud puddle out there. And you say, don't go near that mud puddle. And then the next thing you know, they got mud dripping off their nose. That's kind of the way we are as sinners, isn't it? God gets us all cleaned up, and then we end up in the mud again. But you know what? Here's the wonderful thing. You can always go to God, and he'll clean you up again. Amen. So the condition of cleansing, the condition of trust, you know what that is? When you pray, believe. I, I'm not talking about name it and claim it. That's garbage. That's charlatans looking to make money off prayer. I'm talking about believing that there's a God in heaven, believing that he told you to pray, believing that he desires to answer prayer. When you pray, believe. So the cleansing of God, the trust of God, and then the key to prayer is the will of God. If we ask anything according to his will, it says in 1 John 5, 14, 15. And it, Jesus gave us that example, did he not? Brother Dawson, he said, Father, not my will, but thine be done. All of that primes the pump. But here's the key, and... and I've, I've gone too long tonight. I'll pray from the pulpit tonight. I apologize, but prayer involves petition. So you listen to me. You can, you can have submission, get yourself ready to pray. You can have 
adoration where you're praising the Lord, getting yourself ready to pray. You can have relation. You already do. Amen. You can take time and have confession. You can have uh, meet all these conditions and still never ask for anything. Prayer's asking. Asking. Spend some time asking. Do, do you need to meet the conditions? Yes. Can you meet the conditions? Yes, you can. Confession? Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. But spend some time asking. You know, I think about it, Brother Merrill, I, I think of all the times that I, I probably have done one through five and then never got to six. Where's asking? In our text, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be. Everyone that asketh, receiveth. Shall he not more give good gifts unto them that ask him? Ye have not because ye ask not, James 4.2 tells us. Prayer involves petition. And, uh, there are different, and it tells us there in Hebrews 4.16 to come boldly to the throne of grace. But there's, there's really, you have two different types of prayers. You have supplication, that's prayer for yourself, for, for the things you, listen, that's for daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who are indebted to us. Lead us not in temptation. Those are all personal prayers, supplications. But then there's also intercession. And you could, there's a long list of prayers in the Bible that are prayers of intercession. The first one I always think of is I think of Abraham interceding for Lot. Remember that story? When he knew that Lot was in Sodom, he knew how wicked Sodom was. Remember, he came to God and he said, Hey God, you wouldn't destroy Sodom if there was 50 righteous people, would you? And God said, No, I, I, I wouldn't do that. And you remember, he went down, down, got all the way down to 10. What was he doing, Brother Stark? He was interceding with God for another. You know, this, this list could really be called an intercession list, couldn't it? Amen? But it's asking, Lord, please bless Brother Miller. Lord, please bless Miss Christine with all these tests that she has. Lord, please bless Uncle Joe's surgery that wasn't two days ago and is a month from now. Amen. <laughs> this is, that's what it is. But listen, it's asking. Asking. Spend some time asking. 1 Timothy 2.2, what's that say? It talks about interceding for our governmental leaders. Don't like the government you got? How about praying for them? And then lastly, and let, let's go to, we'll go to uh, Philippians and Colossians here. And then, I, again, I'll pray from the pulpit tonight. And I apologize for uh, going, going a little long tonight. I don't like to do that, but especially as I'm preaching on prayer. <laughs> spend, spend so little time praying, but I know each one of us can pray over those, those five minutes and bring our, our requests to God. But Philippians 4, 6, you know this verse. I know if you've been in church at all, you know this verse. It's a great verse. Quoted it to Miss Sheila this morning as she was getting ready for heart cath early this morning. Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing. What's that mean? Don't worry. Don't worry. And it's not don't worry, be happy. It's just don't worry. 
Don't be anxious. You don't have to be anxious. Why? But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Then it tells us, let your requests be made known unto God. That's the asking part. But lastly, prayer involves appreciation. That's gratitude. God, I'm thankful. It, 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 it almost is the bookend to the adoration, Brother Jim. Because we started off saying, God, I know you answer prayer. I know you, you do wonderful works. I know. And then when you have Thanksgiving, it's like, God, I want to thank you for listening to me today. I want to thank you that I know that I'm not just praying to the air. That you hear me. And you told me to be thankful. And I'm going to be that way. Go over to Colossians chapter 4. It's probably just a couple pages over. Philippians 4, 6 and Colossians 4, 2, they're sister verses. And boy, what a, what a great admonition here as we close in these last few minutes. Colossians 4, 2. Look what it says, church. It says, continue in prayer and watch in the same. That not only continuing prayer, watching in prayer. Watch in the same with what? Thanksgiving. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You'll probably get sick of hearing me say it. Gratitude is the seedbed of the Christian life. Say, so what does that, that mean? That, that's where everything in your Christian life grows, whether you have gratitude or ingratitude. If you have gratitude, all kinds of good things grow. If you have ingratitude, all kinds of bad things grow. It's literally the difference between flowers and weeds in the garden of your heart is gratitude toward God and especially in this matter of prayer. Prayer involves all of these things. Again, uh, it's, so, it's so important. It involves submission. It involves adoration. It involves relation. It involves confession. It involves condition. But we must take time to make our petitions. And when we do, we must do so in appreciation, knowing God hears an answer. So let me do this.